Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right now, joining me to talk some politics, I've got political reporter Mark Caputo. Mark, Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us this evening. And let's start with Liz Cheney. It appears not only is she not going away following her removal as conference chair, but she's actually going to be even more vocal with her criticisms about the former president and his supporters in Congress. Will that have any real impact on the political landscape moving forward? Uh, you know, I don't know. So my first thoughts are this is the obvious is. Liz Cheney is being punished not just for telling the truth, but for going out of her way to tell the truth about the election. Uh, Mitch McConnell is a good example of the opposite, where he's like, look, Biden's the duly elected and legitimate president. I've said it in the past. Let's just move on. And so he, he hasn't kind of thrown sand in the gears. But there's something that Cheney just like fundamentally dislikes about Trump. Now, the question is, is what sort of effect does it have for her to be a media darling? Well, in the, in the Republican Party, it, that, that's not a very uh, you know, effective uh, way to get reelected. The Republican Party, one of its animating center, central principles is kind of distrust of the mainstream news media. So when you sit down with Savannah Guthrie, for instance, and, yeah. and a variety of other TV programs, that's not necessarily the way to get your message out. Now, will Liz Cheney be kind of that William Buckley conservative figure of yore who is standing, you know, athwart history yelling stop at the conservative movement to keep it from devolving into a, a party or a cult of personality. I don't know. Uh, I think in the short term, the reality is, is this is Trump's party, and Trump has decreed that if Republicans don't publicly echo what he's saying, they need to shut up. And she didn't shut up. So uh, She's been made an example of, and except for maybe, maybe Adam Kinzinger in Illinois, uh, most of most of Republicans are going to be quiet because otherwise you're going to lose your job. Now, Kinzinger incidentally does have a congressman from Illinois, does have a, a, a challenger, uh, so that's going to be an interesting primary to watch. But you know, so far, I think everyone who had written the autopsy of Trump and Trumpism. After the January 6th Capitol riots needs to start reexamining the way in which they predict the future, which is one of the reasons that I'm loath to say, here's what's going to happen, because this is really a kind of a fluid and dynamic and unpredictable situation. Right. You've got to figure if Republicans stuck by Trump, despite his talk of the election being stolen and the events of January 6th, I mean, they're all in. Right. I, I can't imagine what he could do at this point to lose their support. That's it. And. You know, while a lot of ink has understandably been spilled and a lot of talking heads have expelled a lot of hot air about, oh, Kevin McCarthy, the leader in the House, he hasn't been a leader, uh, he hasn't, you know, stood against this. The reality is this is like Donald Trump is a populist leader uh, for the conservative or for, you know, right wing voters. The voters and the people in his party love Donald Trump. And so the politicians have to make a decision. Am I going to stick by and stand by and support the person that my voters do, or am I going to go against them? And most politicians usually wind up going with where their base is, and that's where they're going in the Republican Party.
Let me ask you about someone like Elise Stefanik, who is likely going to take over uh, Cheney's role as conference chair, because I find these kinds of individuals fascinating. She enters Congress as a moderate from uh, a district that actually leaned a little bit more blue than than the district becomes very much supportive of Donald Trump. And she just does a complete 180 and she's all in on literally everything that uh, the former president would want her to be all in on. How does that happen? <laughs> is that, that just political ambition? Is that what that is? Maybe. I think that is a great example of how Washington works and how Congress works. Congress is not a place where House members and senators go and accomplish a lot of things. And when they get there, you know, the old phrase, all politics is local, has been rendered meaningless by the rise of national news media, the disintegration of the local newspaper and senses of community. And when these politicians wind up in Washington, they're in a national system, essentially a parliamentary system with a congressional style of governance, which essentially sorts them into one of two parties. And you either embrace all of the mores and folkways, sayings and beliefs of your party, and that way you gain and wield power, or you don't and you don't wield power. It's very similar to Matt Gates. You know, the, our congressman from Pensacola, we, we've talked about it better, the Pensacola area. You know, he, he used to be a, an effective state legislator when he was in the Florida legislature. He got to Congress, and he realized, like, his path to power was to be Donald Trump's number one booster, supporter, and defender. Mm-hmm. And that's how he ascended in the ranks. It wasn't by legislative prowess and backslapping and fundraising. It was about going on, in the case of Republicans, going on Fox and communicating and having the commander-in-chief at the time seeing him and liking him and, and boosting him. Stefanik is, in that respect, no different. Well, and I guess you could say the same thing about Governor DeSantis, too, correct? I mean, he is governor now because he did just that. He went on Fox News and defended the former president. But, you know, what's interesting is is governors actually have to do things. Yeah. Like I said, you know, Matt Gates, when he was a state legislator, like the state legislature has to do things every 60 days. It's constitutionally required by the Florida Constitution to pass a budget, right? In Congress, you don't even have to pass a budget. They deficit spend, they do continuing resolutions, and it's done. Like there's very little accountability built into the system. There's no line item authority, uh, but veto authority for the president. There is for the governor of Florida. Like the... Governor DeSantis does things. Governors do right. things. And he's, he's served up a lot of red meat that a lot of Republicans really like on policy. So while, yes, his ascent was very similar to what we described with that dynamic with Stefanik, with Gates, and with others, now that he's governor, he's kind of flexing his policy chops. Now, I can hear liberals, if they're listening to this, like say, oh, you know, this is bad policy. And like, well, okay, fine. You know, try to win an election, and then, you know, you can have your guys do your good policy. But until then, like, Governor DeSantis is delivering, and the polling uh, in, in the Republican Party nationally is showing it. And incidentally, the polling in Florida, my colleague Gary Finout wrote this yesterday, shows that DeSantis is in really good shape for reelection mm-hmm. currently when you look at his approval versus disapproval ratings. He's above water. A lot of the policies he's passed do have majority support. Mark Caputo, political reporter for Politico. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark A. Caputo. Mark, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.